Talking 24. The health and information podcast from NHS 24. Hello and welcome to Talking 24, the health and wellbeing podcast from NHS 24, which is the organisation which provides digital and telephone-based health and care services for Scotland. So what that basically means is NHS 24 provides people with access to information, care and advice through multiple channels, including telephone, web chat and online. And we also use podcast. In this episode, we're going to focus on mental health and how we can look after our own emotional, psychological and social well-being. And of course, what we can do to support people around us, friends, family, colleagues who may have issues with their own mental health and well-being. Of course, it's always good to talk about being mentally well. The more we talk about it, the more we acknowledge it, the more we can reduce the stigma that can be associated. But it's particularly relevant just now because uh, it's Suicide Prevention Week from the 9th to the 15th of September. And the theme this year is working together to prevent suicide. We'll come on to that in a minute. But first of all, I'd like to introduce my guest, Shirley Windsor, who is the lead around public mental health at NHS Health Scotland. Hello, Shirley. Hello. Thanks for joining us today. Um, Public mental health then, what what does that mean? What does that entail, your job? It's a combination of how do we support people to be mentally healthy and how do we support people um, when they're in distress, whether that's about thinking, taking their own life or whether they're actually um, got a clinical diagnosis of mental ill health. Um, We support professionals by providing evidence briefings um, in terms of how to have a healthy conversation. We've just produced a series of animations to help um, professionals and others talk about their mental health and well-being, and also about how do we support people in distress. Why is it important to talk about mental health? We have a reluctance to talk about mental health in the, not in the same way we uh, talk about physical health. If you have a um, broken leg, for example, then everybody is sympathetic about it. But if you've actually, you have a reluctance to talk about if you're feeling low or if you've got um, depression, anxiety, we naturally feel that we don't want to share that with others. We know that, for example, when people are off sick, they would rather say they've got a physical health condition than actually if they're feeling anxious or stressed because they feel that's going to go against them. So we need to try and encourage people, whether that's people working in the service or the general public to talk about having a healthy conversation, which is healthy for you and healthy for your mental health. Yeah, people used to say snap out of it if somebody was was feeling a bit down. You wouldn't tell somebody to 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 start running if they'd broken their leg, would they? Do, do you think that's changing now, though? It's changing slowly um, in terms of we, we are encouraged that people are beginning to talk about their mental health, but the automatic think about it being a diagnosed mental health rather than about it's the way you're coping with life. Um, And there's so many pressures on people of all ages nowadays that they feel if they're not actually coping, then they're quite negative. So we need to actually have that that better. Giving people the skills in order to to see what's right um, and how to have that positive conversation that's uplifting. Whereas if you say snap out of it, it's very negative. We need to have that positive conversation. Here at NHS 24, we provide a service called Breathing Space, which is designed to support people who are suffering from low mood, depression, anxiety. And, and services like that are, are really useful, aren't they? They're resources for people who maybe are struggling to cope a wee bit, can, can help them learn how to cope better. 
Yes, I mean, breathing space is excellent when um, people actually engage with it. It's, but the, the issue is about people knowing about where to go. And I think that what we have to do is actually give people the menu of choices that they can go to, of which breathing space is one. Um, NHS Inform is also about people can actually go and look at where they can get information and which services, if they feel they've got a service, they need to. But it's that combination of support that we can provide to individuals um, that they can choose. And when they think they need additional help, then they know where to go to. You mentioned NHS Inform. That is um, obviously Scotland's Health and Care Information Service. And you can find it at www.nhsinform.scot. If you type mental health into the search box there, it will bring up um, lots of useful resources. And um, they've also now included a a self-help guide, uh, two self-help guides, in fact, on the NHS Inform website, one for depression and one for anxiety. So I would urge anybody listening to go and have a look at that, those resources if, if they feel that, that they need them. So Suicide Prevention Week, Shirley, why is it important that we have a week focusing on suicide uh, as a subject? It gives us the opportunity to all work together um, in addressing um, when people may be having suicidal thoughts or actually anxious and not actually communicating with other people. Um, about how distressed they may be. It's a way of supporting professionals who are also supporting others, but it's also a way of saying, let's actually celebrate life um, in terms of, but also giving people the opportunity to remember those that have previously taken their own lives. So there's a number of events taking uh, place across Scotland at local level, but also at national level. And it gives us the opportunity to promote some of the uh, resources that we have that can support professionals and others about talking about mental health, but also about talking about people in distress. Um, And so for ourselves at Health Scotland and NHS Education for Scotland produced a series of three animations um, to help professionals actually raise the conversation about mental health and about um, suicide prevention as well. You mentioned the the animations there. I was going to ask about those. So you can give me the um, address, um, the web address for those in a second. But first, we'll have a listen to um, a short extract from from one of those um, animations produced by, as you say, Health Scotland in partnership with National Education for Scotland. Suicide, when someone takes their own life, is a tragic loss of life. Talking openly about it can help. Are you having thoughts about ending your life? Have you thought about harming yourself? It also reduces the stigma that stops people seeking help. Simply asking someone what's worrying them can make a real difference. Everyone has a part to play in saving a life, so let's start the conversation. Anyone can think about taking their own life. They may not want to die, but they do want to end their pain or feeling of hopelessness. Every day in Scotland, two people take their own lives. One in five people have supported a family member or friend with suicidal thoughts. Nearly three quarters of suicides in Scotland are by men. Every suicide can affect up to 135 people, so its impact is wider than you might think. It's important to understand the facts around suicide. 
Many people who take their own life have told someone about their suicidal feelings or the methods they might use to take their own life. In many cases, appropriate help and support can prevent a tragic outcome. Talking openly about suicide reduces the risk. While some people are at increased risk, many people may think about suicide in passing or at some time or another. Someone who has attempted suicide once may be at much greater risk of attempting it again. Often the risk of suicide is greatest when a person appears calm after a period of turmoil. When people cut themselves or harm themselves in other ways, the aim can be to relieve tension or pain rather than to end a life. Someone who self-harms as a coping strategy may not be thinking about taking their own life, but in some instances it can indicate people may be at risk of suicide. A short extract from one of three animations produced by Health Scotland in partnership with NHS National Education for Scotland. Um, why did you make animations then, Shirley? I presume you were heavily involved in, in those. Um, we actually spoke to people with lived experience, either that of mental ill health or um, who had been um, bereaved by someone taking their own life. And they felt that as well as service providers, so we spoke to people, um, nurses, we spoke to GPs, we spoke to people working in hospital, um, supporting those with mental ill health or um, suicide. And they felt that having something that was visual, short, actually in, uh, brought together a range of issues about who is actually affected by mental ill health or suicide um, was actually better than actually the written word. But it actually gave people the opportunity at that level who are working across the services but aren't actually necessarily providing mental health services or those that are supporting those at suicide. So it was at that so it's for that workforce who may be a receptionist in a health centre or um, the road sweeper in the local authority. It's about raising that conversation and about actually just actually gently um, helping people to explore everybody's got mental health, but some might not cope better than others. And how do you have that conversation with people? There is a link to the animations in the podcast description for anybody who wants to go and have a look at them. Um, designed primarily for professionals. Um, but we've all got a part to play, haven't we, in terms of supporting one another, not just looking after our own mental health and well-being, but supporting uh, people around us. And particularly when somebody gets to the, the point of thinking about suicide, it's something that we should talk about. The animation that is particularly around suicide prevention actually takes people through and we use the, um, the term alert so that people can say, you know, ask the question if people are feeling suicidal, because very often what um, happens is that people don't want to ask that question because there's a fear that by saying that explicitly will actually um, encourage somebody um, and perhaps to um, uh, take their own life if they're thinking about it, but it doesn't. The evidence is very clear that by actually asking that question actually helps people to have a pause point. Um, and uh, then it's about if people are feeling suicidal or have even got a plan, um, it's actually about where do you go to keep them safe? Um, and that's about then um, whether you dial 
999 um, in order to then actually or go to a local um, mental health crisis centre, um, depending on what's available locally. But the key um, that the animation um, does is about actually keeping people safe, whether that's yourself or others, and, and about encouraging that conversation, about trying to find out why is it people are feeling distressed, so distressed. And that could be a number of um, different issues. We know that men in their middle years are particularly at risk of suicide. But also, um, which is, is coming out, is that women who have had a child in their perinatal period are actually at risk of feeling suicidal. Um, and we know that more and more young people are feeling suicidal, but not necessarily taking their own lives. And it's how can we have that conversation that actually encourages them to actually think about it? And how can we then support them um, not to take that, that step, um, whether that's as, as families or friends, work colleagues or professionals that are providing services. We all have that part to play in supporting people. The Scottish Government have set out a, a suicide prevention action plan with some very definite targets in there. Um, is it 20%, is it by 2022 or something yes. like that? Mm -hmm. Um, talk, talk me through that plan then. Um, the plan is quite wide ranging. It's got that end goal of 20% reduction and the 10 actions that are in the plan, of which um, the uh, one of them is to support the workforce in talking about mental health and suicide. Um, the other is around um, public awareness. And we've previously had um, a, a number of campaigns leading up to that, but there's a feeling that we need to galvanise that more and make it um, almost like re-engage with people with lived experience, whether that's actually having suicidal thoughts or having been bereaved by suicide, to actually then say, we need to do more about that. If we're going to make inroads into that 20% reduction, um, then we need to do more. Because in, whilst we have been seeing a reduction in the overall rates of people taking their own lives, um, we are beginning to see some um, move in terms of suicidal thoughts. Um, and so we need to do more about trying to actually um, a, talk about mental health and suicide in that early stages so that we don't, um, so that we can contribute to that reduction in the suicide rates in the long term. We all have our part to play. We Shirley, do indeed. Shirley, thank you very much for talking to us today. Um, it's, it's been really interesting. Thank you very much. For anybody who is affected by um, uh, mental ill health and would like to look at the sort of resources that are available, um, please do visit nhsinform.scot. As we mentioned earlier, there's all sorts of resources available there and um, lots of links to, to different agencies, different organisations who can help you or a loved one to stay mentally well. If you suspect someone may be struggling with poor mental health or feeling suicidal, you can help. You don't have to be an expert or give them answers. Just start a conversation and listen. The best way to help is to ask direct questions. That way, you leave the other person in control and it encourages them to find their own answers. How are you, really? Do you feel so sad and low you're thinking about suicide? Always take the person seriously and don't agree to keep secrets. Don't try to cheer them up or belittle the way they're feeling. Don't assume they're just having a bad day and it will all blow over, or that someone else will help, or the situation will get better by itself. 
Even if the person you're talking to seems angry with you, they may appreciate your help later. With practice, talking with people about how they're feeling gets easier. You may feel out of your depth to help further, but there are people out there who can. Encourage the person to make an appointment with their GP and offer to go with them, or to help them call Breathing Space or the Samaritans. By asking, listening and taking action, you can help keep someone safe. If the person has an immediate suicide plan and means to carry it out, don't leave them alone. Get help straight away by phoning 999 or a local crisis support service and offer to go with them. If you're worried about someone, ask for help. If you are having thoughts of suicide, please tell someone or call for support. Every life matters.